Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. On ESPN 97.7, Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldra. Morning, everybody. Welcome to The Edge here on ESPN 97.7. The much, much less charismatic and much less controversial, Mark Kramer and Jamie Foxx. Now, I don't, I don't want to speak for you about your charisma and your controversialness. Or charismatic. <laughs> um, it's hard to be. Uh, it's hard to be very uh, controversial when the uh, the guy on the island. I think uh, rumor has it he may be calling in around nine forty-five today. Really? Uh, yes. He, he, he would be made, nice uh, if he let me know. <laughs> well, it would be nice, and uh, I kind of consider that uh, the threat like the storms coming in this way as well. Well, let's uh, see. Tropical storm Cindy. Let's see. Hold on, a, storm. hold on a second. Let's see. Quarter to ten here. Yes. That is good night. That's quarter to five <laughs> over in Hawaii because they're five, they're five hours behind us. Although, if you've ever gone over there, it, it's tough to it, – that big difference in time is uh, is tough to make up when you're trying to sleep. Uh, you end up waking up at odd hours. So, well, well who deserves that more than Terry Waldrop? Yeah, exactly. Actually, we yeah. may have a yeah. foggy-eyed uh, Terry Waldrop join us uh, if he does call in. I hope he does. That'd be cool yeah. to have him have him call in from uh, from the islands. He did that last year, one time, and uh, I think uh, didn't his, didn't the camp start yesterday? Yeah, the kids came in yesterday and uh, from places like Fargo, North Dakota. Right. I know, and Terry, it, it is point. interesting, Jamie, you know, and I know you've had the conversations with him too. You know, this is a thing a lot of people don't understand what Terry does with his camp in Hawaii, a basketball camp. It's a nationwide thing. I mean, it's not just for one group of people. Anybody in the country can sign up. And I always thought it was interesting. He told me that just about every year, the state that he has the most players from is Minnesota. Yes. Isn't that interesting? Well, um, them and you, that's what hit my mind when you said something about uh, uh, North Dakota because it seems like it's that that area of people that live in the snow most of the year uh, that are the most interested in going to Hawaii. I can't imagine that. Who could ever forget that classic song, Underneath the North Dakota Moon? But if you're, uh, if you're heading out to uh, Hawaii from uh, North or South Dakota, uh, even in the summertime, it's probably a thrill. Um, but this, as you indicated, uh, Mark, he's, uh, the kids are, have flown in. Uh, he called me, uh, from the Hard Rock Cafe on the, on the island of Oahu. And, uh, I, he said that, uh, you know, he was going to maybe, and he texted me last night and I said, well, I, I thought he had texted you too. So all nope. of a sudden it may be a surprise. I'm not his regular partner like well, you. Well, I guess, well, consider yourself blessed, uh, for that, um, <laughs> But anyway, we'll have a uh, you know if he if he calls in, great. If not, uh, 
again, if he's sleep deprived, uh, strangely, I don't have a problem dealing with that, um, and neither should you. That's right. So we'll see. And uh, but a lot going on. Uh, of course, you know the College World Series. Uh, can LSU keep it going? And uh, it's going to be interesting to kind of have your take on things. As uh, I think we're down now to six teams. Is that correct? That's it. A and M, Texas A and M, eliminated by wow. TCU in the uh, in the Texas Grudge match yesterday, and uh, so they're down to just those teams that are left, and going to get rid of a couple more today. So it'll be down to four teams after play today. Want to so remind Louisville it? Re- also got beat. Uh, did Louisville bite the dust? Too? Yes, Louisville got beat by okay. Florida five to one. Okay. Want to remind everybody that our title sponsor is Dr. David Weber. North Monroe Animal Hospital, U.S. 165 in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Best pet care anywhere on the planet. And Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana-based attorney specializing in criminal defense, wrongful personal injury. Don't delay. Call Bobby today, 342-1411. And Pie Works Gourmet Pizza by Design. Jay and everybody. Over at Pie Works on Tower Drive next to Nukes and Monroe, they will take care of you. So go over there and, and grab a, a lunch or a, a bigger pizza for dinner and uh, go see the folks at Pie Works. And you can get us on the Washita Valley Credit Union text line or hotline on the phone, 888-993-7762. Had, uh, had some great texts and phone calls already this week. Want to do the same again today, so continue to hit us up and that's where we want to start uh and uh they'll pardon me for not remembering the name of the person that text right before the show was finished yesterday uh with uh, our beginning topic today one of the one of the things he threw out there was uh the fact that uh he thinks that the nba season and he mentioned nba and major league baseball seasons are too long people lose interest okay I agree what is now it's i think it's ironic jamie and and give us your opinions on this i think it's ironic that the the one professional league that everybody wants to have more games fights the temptation and is staying where they are and that's of course the nfl you know we could probably have excuse me in the nfl we could probably have 24 games and the you know the country wouldn't get tired of nfl football but obviously because of injury and rosters and the overall health of football players there's no there's no way they could have a season that long Uh, it's just not it would be conceivable but it wouldn't be practical for the long-term health of players uh, to have to play that much. So I, I just think it's ironic that the one league that's the most popular right now in the country is the one that can't really uh, extend its season. And so people have to put all of their attention into that 16-game season and then the playoffs to be able to get their their fill of the NFL. But uh, going back to basketball and baseball, you know, for basketball, my take on basketball – I don't have as much a problem with the regular season, but the the stinking playoffs go three months. Mm-hmm. That's the problem I have with the NBA. Uh, they've always played an eighty, you know, an eighty-one or eighty-two game season. Um, 
that's you know that's not a big deal. Uh, they've been able to start staggering games out to where uh, they don't play too many of those back-to-back nights. Of course, you know I I still have a problem with the guy. Oh, I need some rest. Well, you know the guys from 30 to years ago to 10 years ago, they did they played the same kind of schedule with less apt travel. You know they didn't have the the uh, kind of travel abilities to get places quickly uh, like they uh, do now uh, with uh, chartered planes and all that kind of thing. And so the the whining part of the schedule I don't have a lot of time for nowadays uh, with the players now. But the playoffs are way too long in the NBA. I totally agree. And I think part of the problem, too, and I I mean, if you were to talk to Steve Kerr right now who is battling – a really bad, bad back condition, and, you know, it, it's not very good at all. He's actually had spinal fluid leaking. Um, I think you can trace that back to his, his playing days. Um, and I think also uh, part of this, Mark, you could – I think is it the exhibition season in the NBA, about 20, 25 games before they even start the 82-game season? Uh, I think what is it – now the NBA is basically off, what, about a month before they start over again – uh, again, I think they opened camps in October. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so here we are now. At uh, you know, before we know it, we're in July and August, uh, and they may have actually started late September. But in in case you're you know, we've slept since then. Um, you know, it, obviously that you know a lot of uh, freshmen are coming out this year. To uh, I think twelve out of the top fifteen players in this draft are considered one and done freshman players and I think you and I share the same sentiment about that we are are a little more fond of the baseball model for kids coming out and for their developmental for developmental as as uh, as well as maturation reasons and uh I can't keep focus for that many I would love to see the NBA go to 60 games 10 exhibition and then you'll start in the playoffs at least a month earlier and that may help uh you know I don't know if it would peak interest more, but I'd certainly see, you know, when you're playing 16 games just to get to the finals, um, that's a long season. And uh, the wear and tear on the body, I think, uh, not so much why you're young, but I guess one of the reasons they have to play these long seasons, if you see what these guys signed for, uh, Mark, you know, $35 million or whatever, the, the owners have to have these long seasons in order to make these contracts viable. Well, and the playoffs, I mean, let's face it, the playoffs are watered down in the NBA. They need to, uh, and I've said this many times, so some of our regular listeners have heard me say this, uh, you know, numerous times. The NBA could stand to have less teams, period. Uh, They could contract four to six teams and spread what talent there is across fewer teams and have a better product. But when you've got teams that are barely, I mean, we gripe all the time, about the new system in LHSAA and high school, about teams undeserving, you know, you hear the well, this team's two and eight in football, and they're in the playoffs because of the way the with the select and non-select and how many teams are in each bracket. Well, you've got teams in the NBA. You're talking about a professional league. If you can only win fifty percent of the time, you don't need to. Be, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I'm sorry, but you don't. Uh, you've got teams that are are in the playoffs now. A couple of years ago, the eighth, I think it was the eighth team in the East had an under 500 record and made the playoffs. 
I mean, yeah. that kind of thing just shouldn't happen. And what, you know, what that tells you, and I understand the imbalance between the East and the West. I understand that. But in a professional league, if you can't win but half your games, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. You know, it's the same way with the wild card a few years ago in the NFL for the first time. They had a wild card team, uh, I think, make the playoffs that was seven and nine. And, you know, if you if you can't win half your games or more, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs, regardless of how the system is. Uh, the And I know it's about money and, you know, I'm talking theoretics here. They just shouldn't they shouldn't have the ability to be in the playoffs. The NBA playoffs have too many teams and it's strung out too long. Like they had this year, I believe, and uh, somebody can correct me and I know they will if I'm mistaken, but I believe that when the both the Cavaliers and the Warriors were done, I know the Cavaliers won their sweep before, uh, before the Cavaliers finished their uh, conference finals series. But I believe that the Cavaliers won on a Sunday. Well, the finals didn't start. They had to schedule the f- schedule of the finals not until Friday. Mm-hmm. The teams had, I know, the, again, the Warriors had a little more off because they had a sweep. But for five full days to be off before your between your conference finals and finals starting that drags things out even longer than it needs to be when you have most of april all of may and down to at least half of june for your playoffs to be decided that's a that's a lot that's a lot it of is. playing time it is, but again, um, if we're going to make America great again, we got to have people employed, right? So contraction of the league really isn't the answer there. Um, but I like. Uh, did you happen to see King Charles's take on this? Yeah, I've got uh, it right here. He says, "I disagree. Yeah, the- I disagree with the games being required for contracts. The team could make more money, especially uh, teams could make more money, especially baseball, by having fewer games. Most teams are running their stadium three and four nights a week." for 5,000 fans instead of one or two nights for 20,000 fans. Um, what's your take on that? I, I kind of uh, – I mean, there is a cost to obviously uh, to keep – to open the stadiums, to, to pay people, uh, you know, obviously to take care. But when if you're only drawing – let's say you're – you know, the Phillies this year, you're only drawing 5,000 fans a game. I mean, you're, you're going in the hole. So uh, I think – Oversaturation is an issue in everything right now, whether it be well, college, be, yeah, because or of all of the different ways that you can watch games and stuff now, uh, instead of just the you know once or twice a week a game being on or having to tune into TBS to watch the Braves or WGN to watch the Cubs, and then having a couple of special games, you know, ESPN used to have Wednesday night baseball and Sunday night baseball, and that was it. But now you can. You know, whether you're on a phone, a tablet, computer, you know, you can have MLB packages. My dad has the MLB package for the Reds. He watches every Reds game. Wow. He watches them every night. And he can get all 162 Reds games for the entire season. And he's watched just about all of them so far. But uh, we'll finish touching on this. We'll continue this. Let's go ahead and take a break. And we'll continue this discussion because uh, I think the cost factor – and some of the attendance factors that 
uh, King Charles put in his text was is very valid. I want to touch on those. 888-993-7762. You can reach us here on the edge on the Washita Valley Credit Union Hotline. And also, don't forget, G.B. Cooley reminds everybody to support the worthwhile cause in our area, and that's Louisiana Special Olympics. Back after this. She said, don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. Hi, Kevin from High Tech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge inviting you to the Peach Festival Rodeo this weekend. Check out our new Ram trucks and enter for giveaways during the rodeo. We've got great 4th of July sales event discounts starting this week through July 5th, including 4000 off 16 Wranglers, 6500 in rebates on 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn, 4000 in rebates on 17 Ram 2500 Crew Diesel or Gas, 3715 rebates on Grand Cherokee, and 5000 in rebates on 17 Chargers. So don't miss Heat's Festival Rodeo, and don't miss our 4th of July sales event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. At Greg Tilly's in Bossier City, we now have five triple wides in stock, up to 2,800 square feet. All can be bought in manufactured or modular construction. Choose your favorite options in your custom decor today at Greg Tilly's. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay, call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. New car sales have been really good at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. And of course, that means they're now loaded with trade-ins. A good inventory of clean, late model, pre-owned cars and trucks. They've got one to fit your budget with many priced under $10,000. And most qualify for their convenient buy-here-pay-here plan. Look at the entire inventory online at jmallardford.com to find the one you like best. 
J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly cloudy skies with a 50% chance of rain today and a high of 84 degrees. Cloudy skies with a 70% chance of rain tonight, a low 72. Showers and thunderstorms in the forecast for tomorrow and a high of 82 degrees. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back to The Edge. Jamie Foxx, Mark Kramer here with you uh, once again. Uh, to I'm sure some people's dismay will be with you for the next two weeks or for the, the, the rest of this week and, and all of next week as uh, Terry is over in Hawaii. And, well, uh, we didn't have to say people had to listen to us completely sober. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But we we didn't we we don't want to encourage drinking this early. No, in the not morning. this early. So, no, so just really. uh, yeah, just pretend that we're on at nine o'clock at night instead of nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, want to get back to uh, King Charles's text here, and you can get us on the Washtenaw Valley Credit Union hotline eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two, and. Uh, Talk about he was talking about uh, again. Most of the most teams are running their stadiums three to four nights a week with five thousand fans instead of one or two nights a week for twenty thousand fans. Uh, I know for basketball especially, you've got certain teams, Jamie, in the NBA that are going to sell out or come close to selling out most of the games. Now, one thing that people have to realize about the NBA is that they're more than the other sports. Uh, everybody has some, and I want to clarify that. Uh, everybody obviously has corporate uh, sponsorship and corporate support by businesses, banks, and insurance places and whatever, uh, buying blocks of tickets uh, for season tickets, and then they basically just give the tickets away to their employees during the course of the year. And a lot of times those may be you know, 100 at a time, 50 at a time, uh, something like that. Uh, but with that said, the NBA is the most corporate-driven yes. as far as sales of seats is concerned of any of the other three sports. Uh, there's some corporations that uh, and sponsors that may buy up to 1,000 tickets, 500 to 1,000 to tickets in their sponsorship package. So with that said, uh, some, of, some of the NBA figures are inflated uh, more than the other sports simply because – they're reporting the attendance figures are sold seats. I think that's important to emphasize. Those are sold seats. And so if you have, um, you know, let's say that, that General Electric buys 500 seats uh, for the seat, you know, on, a, on their season ticket package. But on a given night, only 125 uh, people use those 500 seats. In the attendance figures, they're still going to get counted 500 seats. Tickets sold. Yeah, it's tickets sold. So, uh, to King Charles's point, you've got a lot of NBA teams, especially the also Rams, that have, we'll just say, I'll pick an average, 15,000 seat arenas that are barely half full. That are having five, six, seven thousand. Uh, I know uh, the Smoothie King Center down in New Orleans was one of them. Uh, you could look at some of the highlights of some of the Pels games this year, especially if they were playing somebody like Sacramento or the Bucks or 
you know, somebody like that that wasn't very popular, Brooklyn. Uh, the seats were pretty pretty sparse. You know, the people in the seats were pretty sparse. So you've got a situation with this where uh, there's so many people that don't go to the games, except in the uh, more successful towns, that you've got these arenas putting out all of these, you know, the electric and paying the, the workers and, and concession people and all this kind of stuff. And uh, they're not getting a whole lot on their return if they're if they have a stretch where they may have three or four or five home games in a in a home stand in the NBA, but yet nobody's showing up uh, very much to go to these games. Well, you know, you kind of you brought up a really good point, Mark, about the NBA being so corporate driven. The purchase of tickets for uh, you know employees of, of say General Electric, for example, the uh, example you used. It'd be real interesting to see how that works, uh, how much of the NFL is corporate-driven, how many uh, companies buy, uh, because you're only talking, uh, what, a 16-game schedule, you're only talking about eight home games. So, uh, you know, how does that work for companies as well? Again, same uh, logic applies whether the uh, employee decides to go or not. The company has already bought those tickets. So those, I guess you would – we would love that here at uh, ESPN 97.7. That is called guaranteed money. Um, again, baseball as well. How does that work? So uh, usually, if you think about it at the professional level, all of these professional franchises are driven by a lot of uh, corporate money buying these tickets. So uh, how can you build up to something, to, to King Charles's point, uh, how can you really build something up as a big event when there's so many opportunities during the year? Well, I think there's another thing to point out too, Jamie, that you kind of touched on just now, and that is baseball and football, a lot of the the really high-end, and I'm talking about the high-end stuff, the high-end corporate sales, as we have had more attention on the new Louisiana Tech uh, suites that they're going to have and how much those cost and how many of them they're, they've sold, and how much money it generates, and that kind of thing. Football and baseball have those corporate suites that they sell, and that's where they get a lot of their corporate money. Basketball, because of just the venues themselves, those the uh, NBA arenas don't have that. You don't have the corporate suites. Most of their big perks, if you want to put it that way, I'm putting that in quotes, are the big shots sit down by the court. You know, courtside seats is is where the big money is. So you don't have the type of corporate boxes and suites in basketball that you do in the other two sports. Well, right. And of course, you know, uh, Steve texted us too about, uh, I think, address the number of games. I'll let you get to that shortly. But uh uh, again, you know, you're seeing that even uh, down at the college level. I know at ULM, for example, one of the things uh, Brian Wickstrom instituted was some courtside seats. Those tickets, you know, I think cost about 20 bucks a piece, maybe 25. Uh, maybe Tech's done the same thing, but uh, there's a, of course, so many fewer opportunities at the collegiate level to uh, to bring in the big big ticket money for something like that. Um, so, again, uh, a big difference between the, the venues, as you indicated, are so much larger in the NBA. Uh, but I, I'm, I think this all goes back to 
to what I think. And, and I don't know, Mark, if you – I was kidding you on my text about your dad probably he's upset the Reds don't play 200 games a year. But yeah. uh, I'm sure he would be at every one of them or listening to them. But uh, there's very few fans like that out there. And I just think of, for me, it, it, who loves sports, but uh, I've kind of reached a saturation point. The teams that uh, – and I'm going to read Steve's uh, text here in just a second uh, – kind of sliding with one of his points as well. A lot of the teams, too, Jamie, in the NBA that sell out most of the time uh, are the traditional, some of the traditional, original teams in the NBA that have had franchises. There is something to be said for tradition. Whether you like baseball or not, whether you're a fan of the NFL or not, you look at the traditional teams that have had teams for, let's say, 50 to 60 years plus, going all the way back into the into the 50s, for example, uh, especially in the NFL because, uh, you know, they had only like six or eight teams for a long time until the, until the 50s, until they expanded a little bit. But these, these traditional cities, you've got the Bostons of the world, of course, and the New Yorks of the world, and, and um, Cincinnati and baseball. You know, people go, people ask me all the time, you know, Cincinnati was the first professional baseball team, 1869, and um, that's why they used to start the first game of the season every year, traditionally. But people have said to me, well, aren't you a Bengals fan? I said, well, no, the Bengals didn't come around until I was a teenager, so. I didn't grow up, you know, t- technically. I didn't. The Bengals weren't even there. They didn't have a uh, a football team. Now they had a basketball team, uh, the Cincinnati Royals. Can you tell me, Jamie Fox, who the Cincinnati Royals franchise? That's where Oscar Robertson played before he went to the Bucks later in his career, because uh, Oscar Robertson went to University of Cincinnati in college, Correct. and um. Do you know what what franchise now is the original Cincinnati Royals? Well, I was I was hoping you'd lean toward the Oscar Robertson. I mean, you're the point guard. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot here the with Cincinnati. a little trivia. I could have done that. Let's see. Uh, well, we can probably uh, right off the bat eliminate uh, Minnesota, Oak City, San Antonio, uh, Charlotte, New Orleans. Uh, Let's see. Of course, your long-standing teams that you indicated, the Lakers. Um, you were close with Oakland. The, you were close. With OKC? No, with Oakland. Or Oakland. Uh, really, it's the Golden State Warriors. No. No, no. Close, close. He close. said you were close with the Golden State Warriors. It's actually the Sacramento Kings. Really? Yeah, when the Cincinnati We've gone from Royals to Kings. <laughs> when yes. they left, when they left yeah. Cincinnati, they went okay. to Kansas City, okay, and they were the Kansas City Kings, and they weren't there that terribly long, and then they moved, and became the Sacramento Kings. So, so today's little little trivia there. For today's you Sacramento there. Kings are the original Cincinnati Royals of of Jack Twyman and Oscar Robertson and Emerson Boozer. 
Those are some oh, great, those are some great old names from the fifties and, and Emerson early. Emerson Boozer, that's that's always one of my favorites. Emerson, Emerson Boozer. Boozer, yeah, Emerson yeah, Boozer, and no, he a, was a running a fan back. favorite. He was a running yeah. back for the New York. Jets. Didn't Twyman do NBA coverage for NBC? For he some did. Years? Yes, he was a. Yeah, I remember a, Twyman. Yeah, he was a good. Uh, he was a good anal- analyst uh, for the NBA for quite a while. No, Emerson Boozer was a running back for the New York Jets, uh, yes. but. Uh, they they had a guy, they had a guy on the uh, Royals with the last name of Boozer, but I can't. I'll have to look up his. I'll have to look up his first name. But uh, we'll go ahead and take another break as we're halfway through the edge here on this Wednesday. We'll go. We'll check in with uh, Steve's text here and get into his uh, info here after the break. You're listening to the Edge here on ESPN 97.7, brought to you in part by Spa Nouvelle. Lammy Lane and Monroe, pamper the special people in your life. Back after this. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Johnny's Pizza House is counting calories this summer with our all-new Less Calories, Less Carbs, and Totally Crustless 8-Inch Pizza Bowl. That's right, a healthier option to that delicious Johnny's Pizza you can't live without. For a limited time, get an 8-inch pizza bowl from our specialty menu and a large 14-inch specialty pizza of your choice, both for just $19.99. Watch your weight and still enjoy the same great taste all summer long with the all-new Johnny's Pizza Bowl, only at Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. Step into First Guarantee Bank and step up to Fanatical Banking. You'll feel like an all-star, whether you're tending to everyday banking moving into that first mortgage, or looking for great CD rates. Whatever your financial needs, we're always ready to help. Welcome to First Gary Bank. Welcome to Fanatical Banking. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Come on to the Louisiana Peach Festival, June 23rd and 24th in Ruston. The fun starts Friday at noon, lasting through Saturday night. And expect all your Peach Fest favorites, including an antique car show, parade, and dinosaurs. Plus, music by the Chiwis Friday night. Then dance the night away with Uncle Cracker on Saturday. See you at Louisiana Peach Fest, June 23rd and 24th in Ruston. Presented by JPS Equipment. Visit LouisianaPeachFestival.org for a full schedule. Presented in part by grants from Experience Ruston CBB and City of Ruston. The Louisiana summer is upon us. Kawasaki. And nothing says summer like a Kawasaki jet ski watercraft from McKinney Honda. Here's Richie McKinney. The waterways are waiting, but the savings won't. Right now, save $1,400 on remaining 2016 Kawasaki jet ski watercraft and save up to $1,000 on 2017 models. Summer fun starts with McKinney's, your outdoor superstore in Ruston. 2016 MSRP is $15,299 plus PTR and 375 destination charge. Kawasaki. Premier is Farmable's all-new Chevrolet Buick GMC dealer. That's right, the all-new Premier Chevy's here, and we're kicking off our grand opening with chilling and grilling. We're making smoking hot deals on a Premier selection of new and used cars and trucks, plus every buyer gets a free grill and a cooler. Now there's another great reason to come to Farmable. 
the all-new Premier Chevy, Sterlington Highway in Farmable, or shop us online at mypremierchevy.com. This is a cool place to buy a car. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back to the Edge. Want to remind everybody, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545, the best care anywhere on the planet. And Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous we base need both of them. attorney, <laughs> yes, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, and personal injury. Don't delay. Call Bobby today and get us on the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline and text line 888-993-7762. And I do have to uh, apologize for my uh, uh, once once good memory. Now continuing to deteriorate in my elderly age time uh, for getting completely. I know I knew who I was thinking of in my mind and I could see him. And I don't know how in the world I talked about uh, the running back from the New York Jets. Uh, but uh, the person I was thinking of, I, I looked up the Reds. Uh, the, see, I'm not even got the right sport. The Royals roster uh, from the mid 60s. And it was Wayne Embry was the person I was thinking of. He was their center at 6'9". <clears throat> uh, Didn't he later become the general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks? I believe I so. Believe did. Yeah, yeah, I Wayne believe so. Name, so. Yeah, because he – that's – actually, I think one of the reasons that Oscar Robertson went to Milwaukee uh, was because of him much later on. This was – the roster I pulled up was from 1965. And one other interesting thing real quick before we get to the text uh, is that a lot of uh, – back, back in those days – the NBA was still, uh, they had regional drafts. And uh, because of the, the name recognition of a lot of local stars, most of the teams had players, the bulk of their roster was from players that were from universities that were fairly close uh, to their, if not by, their home base or their home city. And uh, the Royals were no different uh, I was just telling John during the break. I'm looking at their roster from 1965, and they have uh, one, two, they have five players on the roster from the University of Cincinnati. Five: Oscar Robertson, Tom Thacker, Jack Twyman, who we just mentioned, uh, George Wilson, and Connie Durking. Then they had a player from Louisville, which is an hour and a half away. They had a player. John McLaughlin was from Indiana which is only about an hour and 45 minutes away. They had a player, Adrian Smith, from University of Kentucky. Um, Wayne Embry was from Miami of Ohio. Uh, Tommy Hawkins was from uh, Notre Dame. And then they had one guy from Duke whose name was Art he uh, Heyman. Uh, Jer I forgot about Jerry Lucas because he was a perennial all-star. Uh, I think Jerry Lucas actually played on the national championship team at Ohio State with Bobby Knight. Uh, Coach Knight, and then uh, then they had a player from Texas. Uh, J. Arnett was from University of Texas. So really out of the just that immediate area of Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky, uh, only two players. Happy Hairston was from NYU, and then that guy that was from the University of Texas. So just kind of a little interesting note about uh, the fact that 
the NBA was more, when they had fewer teams, was more regional back at that time. So I want to get now to Steve's text. <clears throat> he says, um, uh, and I asked for people to correct me, and, and he did, which I appreciate. The Cavs and Warriors had actually had nine days off between their last playoff game and the start of the finals, which is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but this is only part of the problem. If the number of teams remain as is, maybe they could go back to the best three out of five in the early rounds. I would definitely agree with that. And then play a 2-3-2, which I also agree with. This 2-2-1-1-1 stuff is, is idiotic to me. Uh, it said 70. Uh, it said, Jamie, you're right, which you need to mark that down, uh, that somebody said you were right. Uh, 70 games is, is plenty enough. And then maybe they could play without taking so many days off during the playoffs. That I All of that I totally agree with. They have way too many days off, um, especially, especially in the conference when they're still within the conference because the travel, <clears throat> excuse me, the travel isn't near what it is if we have a situation like we had this time where you've got Cleveland in the eastern time zone and they have to go out to the, all the way to the to the west coast. It'd be the same as the old Boston Lakers series, you know, where the teams have to travel from literally from one coast to the other. In the conference when you're still within the conference, uh you may at the most have a 2-hour flight somewhere, Boston to Miami, you know, Cleveland to Miami, someplace down there, but if you're going within the Chicago to Cleveland. I mean, some of those flights aren't 30, 45 minutes long. So you don't have near the, <clears throat> excuse me, the travel. And uh, so I don't see why they sometimes have three or four days. They'll play on a Tuesday and then play on Saturday in some of the conference uh, playoff games. And I definitely agree with the three out of five, uh, getting back to three out of five, even in the, I would say even in the first two rounds and then cutting the games down in between you're going to cut at least two weeks off of the uh, playoff scenarios. Yeah, I like. Uh, I can kind of wrap this around a little bit of what you brought up uh, before about uh, you know having to, uh, from a regional marketing standpoint, the teams like Cincinnati tried to keep it local. This is before social media and the explosion of all the the muni- communication venues now that are out there. So you can uh, you know you know a kid uh, from outside of your immediate area. But back to Steve's point. Uh, which I think is very well taken. That uh, of course now the nine game, uh, nine day lapse between the Cavs and the Warriors. Some of that can be explained by the fact that they eliminated their competition so quickly. I mean, Golden State went through undefeated, and Cleveland lost just one game. So that that probably accounts for a little bit of that. But I love the the uh, best three out of five format. I think I actually like to see it go to instead of uh, I'd see it like it cut twenty or twenty two games, a sixty game or sixty two game regular schedule as opposed to the 82 now, uh, cut the number of exhibition games down, cut the number of playoffs uh, from a uh, – and then the format that he indicated, 2-3-2, uh, two, two, would also be a benefit. So uh, all points well made, and Steve, and I think it, it really, uh, you know, your interest would remain high uh, because you can't – I mean, how long can you – I mean, for the time being at least, uh, you know, you can count on the corporate dollar supporting a lot of these teams, but uh, – I, back in the day, as you indicated, when uh, when when the Royals were playing in Cincinnati, um, it was local attendance, local price of a ticket that was supporting those teams. You didn't have the television revenue at the time, so uh, 
I think Steve's uh, pretty much nailed it. I'd, I'd actually cut the number of games down from 70 down to about 60. Uh, 30 home games or 30, you know, 31, 32. And, uh, but, again, of course, they don't ask our opinion. Yeah. And uh, as long as these, these franchises are making money, uh, you know, I guess they're, they're, you know, they're going to ride the horse as long as they can. The two that I really like uh, are the at least first two rounds go three out of five, and then in the finals or even the conference finals, they need to go back to the 2-3-2 uh, setup uh, as far as the, the, how they group the, the games or not. So let's go ahead and take our final break. And we've got the uh, the charismatic and controversial one himself calling all the way from the islands. I can hear the uh, the music at the luau in the background. Uh, Terry Waldrop will join us when we return here on The Edge on ESPN 97.7. Back with the uh, flying Hawaiian after this. And you call me here. To win in sports, you must focus on your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. I'm Eric McCullough, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help. Call 318-254-0032 or stop by my office at 734 Celebrity Drive today. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. High school and middle school students can improve their volleyball skills this July at La Tech Volleyball Camps. You'll train with Lady Texter volleyball players and coaches at the Lambright Center. For info and to register, go to LaTechVBCamps.com. That's LaTechVBCamps.com. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge inviting you to the Peach Festival Rodeo this weekend. Check out our new Ram trucks and enter for giveaways during the rodeo. We've got great 4th of July sales event discounts starting this week through July 5th, including 4000 off 16 Wranglers, 6500 in rebates on 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn, 4000 in rebates on 17 Ram 2500 Crew Diesel or Gas, 3715 rebates on Grand Cherokee, and 5000 in rebates on 17 Chargers. So don't miss Heat Festival Rodeo, and don't miss our 4th of July sales event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Last call. Quitting business sale ends this Saturday at Backers True Value in Ruston. It's all gotta go. This Wednesday and Thursday, most items storewide 80% off, including rentals. This Friday, most items storewide 90% off. This Saturday, $10 bag sale. Take one of our bags, fill it up. It's just 10 bucks. Hardware in the bins reduced daily till it's gone. Make us an offer on remaining guns, ammo, and bounce houses. The quitting business sale ends this Saturday at Backers True Value in Ruston. Can't touch this. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. We invite you today to check out our photo gallery at Tilly'sHomes.com. You've got to see our brand new double wide for only $39,995. Wow, brand new double wide for $39,995. Drive to Greg Tilly's in Bossier City today. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back to the final segment of The Edge here on this beautiful Wednesday. Now, 
Well, it was beautiful. <laughs> it, it was beautiful, but uh, I'm sure it's lovely, lovely, lovely in uh, Honolulu, Hawaii, as the captain of the ship, as Rick Diamond says, joins us from the islands. How are you, sir? Man, I'm great. The wee hours of the morning. You know, I'd like to tell Jamie I miss him, but, you know, I'm not going to lie. Now, uh, it's right. Am I right? Here, man. Am I right? It's quarter to five over there, right? Uh, yes. It is the wee hours of the morning, and the uh, the people from the mainland are already up. Uh, I've already went and worked out, and the, the, you may be amazed the workout facility at 3 o'clock in the morning is always packed here. So, go figure. Well, how's it going over there? It is going great, Mark. It's, uh, it's always great to come over to uh, to Hawaii. We got all of our, our our student athletes in yesterday and their parents. So we've got a a full day. We've got Pearl Harbor. We've got uh, the Hawaiian swap meet at Aloha Stadium. A little basketball later in the day. A very full day. Uh, Terry, I mean, I've never asked you this, and I've always meant to, so I'll do it now. Uh, what uh, what facility do you use? Uh, when you when you have the basketball camp itself and and you're on the court, uh, where do you do that? We man, we use uh, a, a pretty much whatever's available at the time. Uh, Hawaii's limited in terms of, of gymnasiums. Yeah, and, and that's why I asked the question. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, this year we're having two recreation centers. We've used very high schools in the past, but uh, we've got two big rec centers this year that we're going to be able to use. So, you know, those those are always challenging. Uh, trying to get those secured, and we're, we've been able to do that uh, for eight years, but it's, it's never easy. Terry, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, where you get some of these players from. I mean, I think we're always fascinated. I think you told Mark that uh, a number of these teams come from Minnesota, but uh, kind of give our listeners an idea of, of where you pull a lot of these kids from. Jamie, anywhere it snows. <laughs> primarily, uh, they're always looking to get out of, uh, out of snow country. We and we've had kids. I've had Louisiana kids and Texas kids, kind of from all over. Uh, but primarily, uh, it's North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Nebraska, uh, places in the upper Midwest. I've got some coaches that do a great job there. Uh, you know, telling people about our program. It's sort of a unique deal. It's a combination of basketball, uh, which which is a, you know it's pretty decent basketball. But it's so much more. It's culture. It's education. And so we kind of get kids from all over. We have a lot of kids from Hawaii that they'll uh, compete against the kids from the mainland. And so it's, you know, it's just sort of all over the country. Well, I was wondering um, also, too, uh, Terry, you know, you've got, uh, this is what, your 18th year of doing this? Is that correct? No, 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 no. This is my eighth year of doing it. Eighth, okay. Well, you know me, yeah. neither one of us are very good at math. So, uh, and again, uh, is there something that you do this with? I mean, is it uh, an attempt possibly to expose some kids to some uh, college uh, coaches, or what exactly is the uh, emphasis behind this? You know, Jamie, that's a great question. You know, I've, I've been doing it a long time. I, I recruited at the collegiate level for 20-something years. I'm very careful not to be disingenuous with people. You know, do we have college coaches that come and work our camp? Yes, uh, we have had in the past. Do kids get opportunities? Well, you know, one of my girls last year was the MVP uh, in, uh, collegiately in a division, uh, what was it, uh, not the Bell, oh gosh, I can't even think of the name of the conference up in the northern part of Minnesota. I think it's the Great Sun Conference or something. 
So, I mean, we have kids that can play a little bit, and then we have other kids that just love the game. But but it's not a deal. Rick Pitino is not going to see you dribbling and hooping in Hawaii and offer you a scholarship. And there's a lot of people out there that will tell you, hey, come to my camp, you're going to get exposed, you're going to – uh, we're, you know, ours is not a recruiting camp per se, but if you can play, uh, people are going to find out about you. Word of mouth is a big deal, uh, but there's a lot of people out there that will sort of take advantage of people's hopes and dreams and, hey, you know, pay X number of dollars and come to this. I, I, I'm not going to do that. I never have. And so we're very upfront with people uh, about that. I don't know what this is, uh, Terry, but it sounds like uh... – you almost sound like Ron White coming in from a bar at 3.30 in the morning, not that you've woken up and gone to a gym, but uh, kudos to you for that. Uh, your, your, your health kick is killing me. I'm going to have to do something to try to uh, try to catch up with you when I get back in, uh, in good shape. Um, but uh, give us a spam update. Uh, have you gone by your local McDonald's and uh, partaken of that, uh, that delicacy? No, I've not, but the, uh, the spam aisle in Hawaii in a grocery store takes up a lot more than you would anticipate. Yeah, you wouldn't think, and that's true, Terry. Yeah, I've seen it myself uh, on in Maui. The Safeway has like half an aisle. You would never think or dream that they could do so many things with flavors and spices and sell that many different kinds of spam. So yeah, it's it just it blows you away. You know, I started with World War Two. The people just really like it. it yeah. I mean, it's on the spam and eggs at McDonald's, the Portuguese sausage at McDonald's. Oh. Uh, Google that one sometimes. Even Cajuns are like, no, man, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's good stuff over here. Hey, I do have a question for you guys. I heard there was another NBA trade rumor uh, and it involved Monroe. Okay. I heard that they are shipping Dwight. Yeah, I heard they're shipping Dwight Howard to the Twin City Jazz. Is there any truth to that? <laughs> That's about the only trade that hasn't happened so far. Uh, as far as the the uh, they're calling it the some of the media is calling it the whiplash effect of the Golden State Warriors. Everybody that thinks they have a viable franchise right now with some decent All Star players is trying to scramble around and get as much talent stockpiled as they can because now everybody feels like that's the only way. If you don't follow that model that there's no way you're going to have a chance. Yeah, I guess, you know, everybody's trying to figure it out. I guess the Cleveland Cavaliers dumped their general manager. I, I still think at the end of the day, in the next year or so, you're going to see LeBron in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll they'll work this out well ahead of time. And so it should be fun to see what happens. Terry, speaking of trades, and I know you've been uh, – you're very familiar with this one particular player. Where do you think uh, – where do you think Jimmy Butler ends up? a great question um in the short term uh you know i think he would fit well in cleveland i think he, you know i think he would like uh, who wouldn't want to play with lebron you know that's that's something interesting uh paul george is sort of you know i would take jimmy butler ahead of paul george uh i think he's younger i think he's more of a, a consummate team player i don't know if paul george gets you over the top they're you know, they're going to ship kevin love I think Kevin Love is going to take a lot of the um, blame, if you will, for the Cavaliers losing in the NBA Finals, which, you know, you know Kevin Love or, um, you know, whoever, it's not going to matter because they, just, they got beat by a better team. But, you know, the thing Kevin Love did, he was able to come in and check his ego and easily be the third wheel. 
there's not a lot of guys that are going to be able to do that with LeBron and Kyrie. So I think Kevin Love filled a void there. Can Jimmy Butler do that? Can uh, you know any of the rest of them? Can Cavall do that? I don't, you know, can Paul George do that? That's a great question. Carmelo Anthony, absolutely not. You really think he's going to be uh, third wheel on that team? I think that would be the kiss of death for for Cleveland, and maybe that's the direction they go, and it gives LeBron the excuse to get out. A lot of people said yesterday, Terry, on the text line that uh, as they felt like that even though LeBron was publicly saying that he supported the general manager, that Gilbert doesn't do anything front office-wise without consulting LeBron first. That he, I think, Yeah, I, I agree with that, Mark. I think LeBron is uh, – they consult him on what color carpet that they're going to put in the locker room. You know, uh, LeBron runs that. And the, the one criticism I think is, is very fair on LeBron, LeBron, as great as a player as he is, has been an awful general manager. Yeah, I was going to say, I said that yesterday. I said that yesterday that why do they why do they have to have a figurehead as a general manager? Because we all know that LeBron James is the, is the general manager of the Cavaliers anyway. Yeah, and LeBron lets his loyalty to his friends get in the way. I mean, look at the Tristan Thompson $80 billion contract, J.R. Smith. and You know, those guys had a moment last year where they played really well for a couple games in a row. And they got rewarded, and this year they went back to, you know, mediocrity, if not Tristan Thompson. I don't know if you can consider his play in the finals even mediocre. Dwight Howard's going, man, that guy doesn't play hard. And so... Again, as a general manager, I don't think LeBron's very good uh, as long as he's playing, and I think that's been proven as a player. There's there's no more valuable player in the world. Still. Uh, Terry, real quick, uh, assuming that the uh, the Cavaliers could land, um, you know, Jimmy Butler, uh, does that pretty much secure that LeBron stays in Cleveland, or do you think he still has aspirations of uh, avoid? getting out of the contract well, after next year. Yeah, LeBron's got a house in, in, in another home. Of course, he probably has multiple homes. He's got a, he's got a really nice home in Los Angeles. I think his mm-hmm. kids, are, I, I read somewhere they'd already enrolled in school out there. I, you know, LeBron is going to go to finish his career in, in New York or Los Angeles or Chicago. It's going to be a major metropolitan area, and I would be stunned if it wasn't Los Angeles. I think he's got movie career aspirations and, and things right. of that nature. So, yeah, I think he's going to be out there. and um, there, There's only one thing. I, you know, I think that the general manager job, there's one guy I think they should hire for general manager. And, and I think that, uh, you know, he, he's got job availability. I think Les Miles is the perfect candidate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, somehow, you know, I saw the baseball score start to, what, 13-1 with Oregon State, so obviously that had to be Les's fault somehow as well. Right. There, there is no way. Yeah, fire less miles. Yeah. Well, since you're up so early, uh, I would say have a good day, but I figure you'll probably be pretty, uh, pretty sleepy and tired by mid-afternoon. So uh, enjoy the culture and enjoy uh, all of the things. Hopefully you can check in with us again soon. We'll do it, guys. I appreciate you doing the show for me. Look forward to, uh, to being back, but, you know, not too soon. Yeah, don't, so, don't take, care, guys. Thank take you. them back too soon. You stay. Hey, if you're in Hawaii, thanks, Terry. You stay in Hawaii as long as you can. If you go over there, you just want to stay over there as long as you can. How long can you end up dragging this out is the whole key to staying over there. So, Jamie, thanks again, as always. 
and we Thank will you, be Mark. we will be back tomorrow. Another good show today. Thanks to all the text. Sorry we didn't get to all the all the text messages, but we'll be back tomorrow. And you can ring us up on the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline or text line. So for Jamie Fox and of course the most professional producer in radio, and he was error free today, John Tabor. I'm Mark Kramer. We'll see you tomorrow on another version. We'll say version, not session. Of the Edge here on ESPN 97.7. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.